further up and further in to your presence, deep to deep and deeper still in your river, satisfied longing yet for more. Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. Good to be here. Good to have this conversation. How do you feel about the word discipline? Oh, that's how I feel. (laughs) If I'm the one receiving it, no thank you. If I'm the one trying to discipline my children, no thank you. Giving discipline isn't even fun. I like punishment when I'm mad. Like Then we can just exert some smackdown. I'm the boss. But the word discipline on any end of the spectrum... Nah. No, that involves a lot more work. So we just like did a deep dive right into the topic with our dear listeners. We can't believe sometimes that anybody keeps on following us and listening to us. So for those who've reached out recently and told us what kind of, you have some feedback about episodes that really mattered to you, we just want to say thanks for doing that because we do appreciate the encouragement and that we just love that we can have conversations. Mm -hmm. We have no answers or few answers. Yeah. We have a few convictions. Yeah. And a lot of random, random thoughts. And a lot of (laughs) rumbling with thoughts and ideas. And so we have these conversations together and we listen to it. You edit it. And it's like, huh. And then it's like someone else was delighted with the conversation and it spoke to them. So thank you for joining our conversations. Send us feedback. Send us even what you don't like. Yeah. And and ask us questions. Yeah. And then whatever, whatever way you listen, please leave a rating and a review. An honest one. An honest one. Because I apparently how it works is that allows people to to find us more easier. The more reviews we have and more um, rankings or ratings we have, then people can find us easier because it goes up in algorithms. So, Which is a good thing. If you think it was valuable and you'd like other people to randomly stumble upon it, yeah. that will be helpful. That I'm now feeling convicted that I should do some rankings because I haven't and I, I avidly like, listen to podcasts. So it's time for me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I promise before our next recording, you can check in. <laughs> And if My next I have recording it, is like in 20 minutes after this one. <laughs> uh, okay, the, the one after that. Okay. <laughs> oh, sometimes I wish all our listeners could just see. This is so fun. So recently I was listening to a podcast. A shocker, shocker. Yeah. I listen to a lot. I, I listen while I exercise, which mm. summertime is bike riding. I listen while I clean house because frankly, I just get grumpy when I clean the house. But if mm. I distract myself with fascinating podcasts, I don't think about it. And sometimes when I can't sleep at night. So that's Mm. how I do my podcast listening. So I was listening to Vineyard Anaheim. It's one of my latest favorites. Mm. I faithfully listen to them as soon as they come out. Love the message they're giving. And he was quoting Jeremy Riddle, who's a worship leader. Mm -hmm. Used to be with Bethel. And he is a good podcast out. Yes. Uh, Riddle and Redmond. Yes. With Matt Matt Redmond. All around worship and Very good podcast. Very good. We love recommending our podcast. So anyway, he he quotes Jeremy Riddle, whether this is uh, original with him or not. We just don't want to take credit where credit is not due. But he said, culturally, even in the church, we are looking for grandfathers, not fathers. Hmm. And I was just like captivated with that thought. So then you and I have had some conversations and thus the podcast today. We talked about how, you know, a grandfather's like super tolerant and I'm already getting to that age. I mean, even the difference between raising my kids and being exposed to yours, I am not old enough to be, well, I am, but yeah. whatever. You, you I can do have see, some indulgent. Right. That's it. 
it's propensities. Indulgent. It's like, well, they didn't mean to, or you just have, you know, all the time in the world. It's okay if, you yeah, know. Yeah, you can have another snack. I think yeah. the last time we were recording with your kids here, I Goodness. found five empty gummy packets shoved down the crack between the cushions <laughs> and as a like grandmotherly you know i can yeah. see my heart is going in that yeah. direction I'm like i don't even care it's cute yeah you're in the mom zone you're like no you don't just help yourself to five packets of fruit and gummies. then hide it in their couch <laughs> right so i mean there's a perfect example yeah. of the difference of a response and neither one is wrong mm-hmm. they're both appropriate but when, if we're culturally looking to God to have the indulgence of a grandfather rather than the discipline of a mm. father, it kind of just jerked me up short. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ever talk about God as a grandfather. It's always. It's just not even in scripture. Father. Mm-hmm. His father. And in, yeah, Hebrews, Hebrews 12, it talks. It's a great passage. Oh. Can I read it? Yeah, sure. Because it's, it's. <laughs> It's just, one, it's just one of those passages that you read and you're like, I want this to be more, I want this to be more indulgent and comforting, but My this is telling me no, not that. <laughs> okay. And this passage always makes me laugh. So this is my like really bad yeah. sense of humor. So Hebrews 12 comes after like, it's actually one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. It is so rich and I honestly love it. And it like talks about Hebrews 11 mm. is all the heroes of our faith and how they, and it inspires me every time. Like I want to be a person of faith. And then he's like, thanks to them, we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Let's us run the race. Like, m- lots of people are familiar with that yep. analogy. You know, Jesus is the champion for the joy that's set before him. It's like building this great crescendo. And then verse 5. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children when he I feel, said? I feel encouraging is a little bit of an overstatement. <laughs> Can't argue with, well, I don't think Paul wrote this. Yeah. We better can't not. argue with the unknown author of Hebrews. But I think she Maybe was on exactly. to something. <laughs> Oops, we just let our bias show again. Hopefully we can get our listeners fired up enough to write to us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're picking up the hint yet, Amy? Maybe. Okay, so back to this. Have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke? My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline. And don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. And who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, it means you are illegitimate and not really his children at all. Are you feeling even more encouraged now that I read the whole passage? Goodness. Yep. So this has a lot of stuff for us to think about. So we're all yeah. about further up and further in, which, man, it is about maturing. It's about relentless pursuit. Mm-hmm. You are not going further up and further in in your armchair. Yeah. Or the comfort zone. Yeah. Or the no refinement zone. We're pretty blunt about that. So yeah. let's just put on our own big girl panties mm-hmm. and figure out how we can get encouraged by this passage. Yeah. Okay, then my next train of thought was not how we could get encouraged by this passage. <laughs> Oh, do tell. Because some listener out there is way more on your track than my track. So let's I mean, just Because when it. I read this, where it's like, for the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. It's like, I read that, and it's like, oh man, I could see how this could so easily go into the sea. God is a cruel God. Mm-hmm. He's an abusive father. Okay, talk about that. That's important. That's critical. Critical thought. Right? And, yeah. it, 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 and I think maybe for me, it's just because it punish 
and use the word punish as opposed to discipline. Yeah. And maybe that's just like a that word. word difference. But man, this passage, I could see it if people have that, like, man, God's so cruel. How can he be good? He, you know, he, he puts us here, gives us choices and then demands we love him. Like he's an abusive father that reading this alone mm-hmm. could be like, and see, look at he's all, it's super messed up. Okay, so... And yet... We're not God, so we don't get to say what God does. Exactly. And we're going to acknowledge this is triggery for somebody. Yeah. How are we going to say, okay, we're not saying... We're not Mm -hmm. just going to bend scripture around to our comfort. We're going to say, okay, there's brokenness in the world. We have experienced this poorly. Yeah. We have experienced maybe parents. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have not always dealt with my children with a perfectly pure heart when they were disobedient. Yeah. So they might have some bent ideas. Yeah. <laughs> even about what it means. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think verse 9, when it says, since we respected our earthly fathers who discipline us. And I think that's something we can see, right? Even if we're looking into like, you know, the social science, the idea of discipline and boundaries in kids. Yeah. Like the difference between kids that have no boundaries, have never been disciplined, have never been shown how to do things yeah. in a proper way and consequences and stuff like that. We don't like those kids. We all don't. <laughs> we really don't, right? And we all kind of recognize mm-hmm. them too. Mm-hmm. And so, right, that first part is like, eh, but when it's like, okay, since we respect our earthly fathers, okay, if I, if I don't like the kids and adults who have never been disciplined, then... Discipline can't be all that bad if I like the fruits. Yeah, that's a really positive way to look at it. That's good. Because, I mean, the word discipline really means education and training. Yeah. That's what this word means. The word punishment does mean punishment. Yeah. And so when I wrap my brain around that, even in that, like, I feel like it's maybe helpful to stop and look at that. God is not vindictive. Mm. So he's not lost his temper. You have now yeah. screwed up and you are trying my patience. You are my last nerve. You know, mm. God is not that kind of parent. Yeah. Um, and we don't punish well out of those moments as parents. Yeah. But God is good and he is love and he loves us. Mm. So the image that always helps me, how many of you have ever stopped a two-year-old from touching a hot stove? Yeah. And had the two-year-old go, thank you so much. No, they act like you are the world's biggest tyrant. Yeah. Fun sucking, fun wrecking. I, I, I have been told that I am the worst mother ever. Right. Was your motivation to keep the child from burning their hands because you're just a vindictive, punishing, mm. angry parent? Or is it because you love that child? Yeah. Like, if we could see it from that angle, the moments that God pulls me up at the end of the rope kind of thing, I'm thankful. Yeah. I think that's a good point of... Right, we see punishment and we see it how it shows up in humans, which is often during anger, during, you know, the kind of like outrage, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Yeah. In that sort of tone. But what I hear you saying is like in in the analogy with the, um, or metaphor analogy, whatever, which way it goes, um, with the child on the stove is like, and like you've been saying, we're, we're not God. We don't have all the perspectives. We can't actually, so we see something. It's like, man, God, how can you be so mean to me? Yeah. We're the two-year-old saying, how can you be so mean to me? And God's like, I just saved your bacon. Right. And so I, I feel like 
uh, Riddle or whoever originated this mm. uh, quote was really onto something because culturally we're so even our culture of offense we can't ever make anybody feel uncomfortable or challenge them on things if they do if they do we just just we cancel them we're not going to talk to yeah. them we're not we don't have a good capacity in a broad culture to say hey I love discipline mm. so we kind of talked about what it's not yeah. How do we not make light of the Lord's discipline? I feel like this translation, I use the New Living, uh, it, it highlights a couple of things for me. Don't make light of it. So I kind of can do denial. Mm. <laughs> like, eh, eh. I'm not going to think about that little feeling of conviction I got just around that judgmental mm. sentence I just said. So I'm just going to not think, like make light of it instead of, oh Lord, was that you nudging me to not mm partner with this thought and this attitude and when I did that I was like oh yeah you really don't want me to so it's like I can make light of it dismiss it or I can allow it to do its work in me and the other one is don't give up when he corrects you yeah anybody struggle with just wanting to throw their hands up and fling themselves down and go I can't it's too hard yeah this is too hard and too uncomfortable yes yeah discipline is never comfortable yeah why it challenges the status quo in us, mm-hmm. and we don't like that. But we're never going to grow, and we're not going to go further up and further in if we don't have no. that like challenge stretched. So for me, it also comes up against pride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because the discipline implies that you've actually done something wrong. Yeah. You don't or- get disciplined for doing right or you know walking in the ways you should walk so it is the discipline is against pride because it's the acknowledgement of yeah oops i didn't do it and there's a real big holy awkward in that for me like i have to then confess yeah which is a real humbling and and the good news is it's in james if you humble yourself he will lift you up yeah right like the lord resists the proud and gives grace to the humble i have to keep those perspectives kind of handy because then, all of a sudden, this is an encouraging word. Yeah. This then becomes encouraging. Oh, God, I do give you permission. Mm-hmm. Speak to me about my thoughts and my attitudes and my words that are not in line with who you've created me to be. Yeah. Which ties into parenting perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Some of the times I've been the most frustrated with my beloved children is when I don't see them living what they're capable of mm-hmm. because they'd rather just. Yeah. And it's easier to. And, I mean, there's times when you want to indulge that you don't want to stretch your kids to be uncomfortable. But then there's other times where it's like, stop it. This is not who you've been created to be. Mm. And that's where I see God. Like, I created you to carry glory. Yeah. I created you for so much flourishing and vitality and everything we're holding on to that is not from Him is quenching that. Mm. Come on. Yeah. When it talks about, uh, you know, if God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, that means you're illegitimate and not really his children at all. Right? Where it's like a positive spin. Not spin. That's wrong. <laughs> a different. A redemptive angle. A redemptive angle. Uh, an encouraging way to look at it is like the discipline comes because he really, really cares about me. Because mm-hmm. parents that don't really care about their kids could care less. Yeah. They, they don't have that that passion of like what you just spoke about your kids like oh man come on i know like you can do this you're created for more yeah. right that it's it's a man he's doing this because he really really cares and he's intimately connected in with my life and where i'm at and it's because i am his child right if we start at the identity for me it's like mm-hmm. if i start at my identity first 
that the idea of discipline is much easier to swallow than if I look at the discipline separate from that mm-hmm. of I'm just being punished or disciplined by some random Well, that's kind person. of a shame bias too. Oh, like totally. that's Adam and Eve yeah. hiding. Yeah. You know, when we, I've, I don't know about you, but you read the creation story. I don't know if you've ever had like this impulse, like, Oh, Adam and Eve don't hide, run to him. Yeah. Yes. You screwed up, but he will help you, you yeah. know? Oh, totally. But there it is. It's like, well, why are we resisting it? What are we protecting? Mm. Yeah. Yep. What am I protecting by not embracing discipline? Or here's another, I'll just toss this in here because we just do grenade after grenade because we haven't really, we do not script these conversations. How often does God use circumstances and people in our lives to highlight where we need discipline? Mm -hmm. And I just get all lost in, if this would change, then I would be fine. Or if that person would stop being the way they are. And I'm not saying that God orchestrates those things because he doesn't. He doesn't Mm. orchestrate destruction. That is not God. But destruction happens, right? There's brokenness in the world. The enemy is, much of the world is under his authority. So it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm. We're going to experience yucky circumstances and difficult people. And in that, God is like, I'm calling you to something. I'm calling you to something. And I'm going, yeah, no, fix it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The the perspective, right, of being like, man, I can't wait to get out of this. Like, let this be over. Yeah. As opposed to, I think it's something I probably learned from you, is the like, okay, Jesus, what are you wanting to teach me in this? Yeah. Which is- A different perspective. One is like, let this end, let this end. And the other one is kind of like, okay, not saying like, roll over and just be no. like, well, this sucks. So I guess I'm here. What do you want to teach me? But take that posture of, right? coming to your dad and being like, okay, what, what are you, Father God, what are you trying to teach me yeah. in this? Yeah. And the very, please word- let me get it quick so that I can be yes! done. <laughs> <laughs> Which also then is revealing a bias that we think that we have to. So there's kind of two prongs to that yeah. that I want to respond to. One, the word discipline means educate and train. Mm-hmm. So educate and train me, God. Yeah. Um, I need it. And the other one is that there's this victorious living like Romans promises that you are more than conquerors through him Mm -hmm. who loved you well the more than conqueror does not happen because you had no difficult situations where there's conquering it's where there is struggle yeah and there's something about we're possessing the land when we allow the Lord to discipline us in a way that we yield to his spirit we become more filled with his spirit. We become agents of redemption rather than just escape artists. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I want to be an agent of redemption until I'm in that moment and I'm like whinging and wailing. And what is it here? Don't make light and don't give up. And I'm yeah. like, no, I give up. I give up. I'm crying, uncle. Stop now. And that's just often shows me that I'm at a place of exhaustion where I haven't, mm. I haven't participated with Jesus in Sabbath rhythms and I haven't yeah. taken the time for worship. Like all those things. They're not, so you're earning God's favor. You're building intimacy with God. So you have sustaining grace for this process. I do want to be an agent of redemption, which means I'm going to have to be in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I want people to know Jesus. Yeah. And I think that ties into um, what's, what is our ultimate you know, what do we think our ultimate purpose or goal in following Jesus is? It's comfort, Amy. Right? It's comfort. It, I want to... Like, is it legit? <laughs> like, hey, if I follow Jesus, he will fix all the things in my life that I want fixing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I will be fully healed so that I can feel good. Yeah. 
we have a lot of self-help Christianity, which comes full circle around to we want God to be a grandfather. Yeah. So that we can just have happier lives. Mm-hmm. And, and God wants us to have redeemed and restored yeah, lives. Yeah, so obviously like when we've got yeah. redemption and restoration, some stuff's going to be easier. But it's also until we see him face to face, until he comes back yep. and fully restores all things to his order. Well, if I'm going to be in difficulty anyway, can God redeem it? Mm, yeah. I kind of would like that. Yeah. And in the moment, I don't always thank him, but we, you and I have our little hashtag that we've coined and laugh about freedom fallout. Yeah. When I get farther down the road and I can see the fruit of that mm. discipline in my life, I do love it. Yeah. He's a good father. And we do want to be mature, productive, spiritual adults. Yeah, I don't want to be just drinking milk all the time, like it says in... I thought you were going to say wine, but... No. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. Back to scripture, Michelle. Yeah, back to scripture. (laughs) Right? I don't want to be just drinking milk when I should be chewing on the meat. Yeah. And partly because, in the same way a baby's really cute, it's not really cute if they stay a baby forever. No. You know, my son just graduated from high school, and I am watching him just sort of rise up into a new level of ownership of his adult person and oh my heart celebrates Mm. to see him standing there strong and broad-shouldered that's actually why i changed his diapers that's actually why i went to umpteen million parent teacher meetings it's actually why you know we fed him vegetables when he didn't want to eat healthy food because we wanted him to be this flourishing adult it's beautiful Mm. and it's just a good visual for it's time for me to grow up and stop whinging because the lord is correcting me Mm -hmm. i want to be his flourishing adult child. Yeah. And so we hope this has been encouraging for our listeners. We are cheering you on. We hope this has been an encouraging word <laughs> as you head further up and further in. Mm-hmm.